You can check us out on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out our social media on Instagram at Menovation and Facebook at Menovation Podcast. Episode 44 of the Menovation. We're still coming in ball jalapeno hot <laughs> scenario. <laughs> It's not where I expected you to go with that. I know. Okay. I just have that vision in my mind. It's like, it hurts so bad when you're cutting a spicy pepper and you rub your eye or you scratch your nuts and you're just like, son of a, like, this burns. So, anyways. So, imagine that burning feeling and that's how hot we're coming in today on episode 44. In this episode, we are going to continue our response to the episodes with the ladies we're going to continue to dive into some of the questions they answered and continue to unpack and just can uh, give our perspectives around these questions. All right. What do you think is a burning lie that the world has told men and or women about marriage? Oh, we're going to go there. I feel like even with like relationships in general, like the whole Oh, you're my other half. Mm. Like you ever hear that? Like oh, in yeah. movies, like she completes me. Oh, I hate that. And I'm like, <laughs> bruh, that that doesn't work. <laughs> like, like I heard um, someone in uh, church like a w- long time ago. I think we were preaching. There was like a God in Hollywood, or like mm-hmm. it was just like just certain movies. I think it was around. I think February. So they were just talking about like just certain romantic movies but like what are the things that actually weren't what are people clinging to sure. that actually have no <laughs> real fruit and that was one of those things where it's like it's the oh yeah it's two halves becoming a whole and she completes me she's my other half and blah 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 blah, 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 blah. so I'm like okay you have two empty people mm. coming together and they're supposed to magically just make one whole person Wow. No, you just have two broken people yeah, yeah. that have I, their own stuff that they got to work out. And it's like, no. Oh, yeah, you take a 50, you take a 50, you get 100. All right, we'll we'll see how that goes. Has that ever really actually been a reality? What oh, if yeah. you actually took a 100 person mm-hmm. and another 100 person and you put them together? That's, that's great because they're both good on their own and they're coming together mm-hmm. to be even better than yeah. what they're doing. Because... Yeah, no. so that whole you yeah, complete me crap. Yeah. yeah, I'm like that. That's stupid. <laughs> I don't know how that's still believed by people. That's what blows my mind. It's like you're broken. I'm broken. We share this together. Come on. Yeah, do this one crazy broken tornado <laughs> like <laughs> whirlwind. But who cares? Yeah. We got each other. Yeah. No, that's stupid. Stop yeah. doing that. Totally. All right. Get your stuff in order. Get your stuff together. Yeah, yeah. Totally Make so, your bed, Jordan that's Peterson. So stupid. <laughs> that, that's definitely yeah. one. <laughs> it really is because your significant other will not complete you. Yeah. Not even remotely. Right. Right. If you're thinking of it that way, if you're thinking, oh, blah, 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 they're my son. No, no. Hate to break it to you. You got some stuff you got to work out then if I hear yeah. that from you. And, <laughs> and that's what you talked about this last episode, but I would say that's the big thing is. The fact that you don't have to work on yourself mm. before you get married. 
right? Like yeah. you don't have to go try and work through your stuff. You don't have to worry, you know, get better finances, whatever, um, that you're just going to show up. And it goes with what you're saying. You're just going to show up and everything's going to be great. No. Have you been alone with yourself? Like you really think that, right. you know, and then taking a full another sentient being and then put, no. Like in the times where I wasn't like really getting it, obviously I'm still working on myself and still getting better. But mm. me, a couple years ago, in some areas, I was a hot mess. Oh, for and sure. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. another person's going to help solve all that. I mean, they'll have solutions. They'll have things that'll make sure. me think so I can get better. Right. But to think that I'm going to just invite somebody and be like, oh, yeah, so by the way, like, I got this whole mess in the corner over there. Yeah. Um, Want to like, help me clean it? Like, yeah, <laughs> right. Want to help me clean it? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. what? It's like, it's uh, so no, true. bye. <laughs> you better clean that mess before you then, then talk to me. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. No, I, I I totally agree with that. And just, yeah, the whole the whole thing, I don't know why we would we still believe that, that this uh, the person's going to complete us like blows me away uh what would you say ben what are some things that you think are just like just complete horse crap about marriage yeah or, or things that people believe or about relationships you know in that regard it's possible to have a relation like you were saying it's possible to have a relationship that uh, that last it's like the ride or die mm. right like People go into relationships thinking, eh, okay, if this doesn't work, I'll go find another one. Yeah. Right? And I think you're setting yourself up for failure when you do that up front. Yep. Uh, thinking like, there's an out, so to speak. Yeah. 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 And I think, I think relationships, for the most part, should be based on some form of commitment, right? Like to, to, to go the long haul. Yeah. Uh, whether... It works or not, like you were saying, that has taken out a lot of stress from your life and your marriage mm. because, you know, no matter what the argument, no matter what the debate, no matter what, how bad the fight is, there's no, there's no divorce, right? And so, you know that that is off the table. Mm. Now, now we've got to figure this shit out. Yeah. Like we can't, can't just sweep it under the rug. And so, I yeah. think that going into a relationship, be it, marriage or just any relationship thinking, eh, all right, this is just uh, temporary and like if it doesn't work, I'll go find something else. And, and people still do that. Adults still do that, which is retarded. Yeah. 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 I would say the other thing is, and this is a bit of a controversial one. Um, I, in most contexts, I really don't believe that, let's make, stir up some stuff. I really don't believe that men and women can be just friends. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Say that again? Men and women can be just <laughs> friends. I think that there's always... There's... Gen, I'm not kidding. I know I'm not making a, a sweeping generality here, but uh, maybe in certain... Because, for example, I'm married now, and I would say that I am friends with Amy. I would right. say that I am friends with Dakota. Yeah. But it is in the context that I am also friends with their husbands. Mm-hmm. I'm not just friends with them. Right. And before I got married, I feel like there was always, because for men, there's always a sexual thing, right? You're like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, she's kind of hot. Like, I would like to have sex with her or I would like to talk to her. Right. There's always that. 
and even with the girls, I would say, go all the back to high school, even with the girls that I was just friends with. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like, this is before, long before I was Christian. I either tried to date them at some point, either tried to hook up with them at some point, I either did hook up with them at some point, um, all the way up until I became a Christian. That was like every single girl I was friends with, there was always that. Or they yeah. liked me. Like, they, I don't know. It's a, it's I an, think it's a lie. It's I think an it's, unspoken truth, I think, to yeah. the extent. Like, and most people, they're going to be like, that's not true. I think a lot of women will be like, that's not true. They really want to be my friend. And maybe there are some of those sure. anomalies mm-hmm. out there. But as a guy, pre-married, I had a lot of friends that were girls. Mm-hmm. Like, I had guy friends, obviously, of course. But I did middle school... High school, though, there was times where I was like, I don't, there's a part where, like, I don't really relate to a lot of stereotypical guy stuff. So, obviously, and I'm surrounded by a lot of women, so, okay, there's that. But, on the other hand, there are some girls that I'm like, oh, I think she's cute, Mm. everything. Yeah, we end up being friends, that's cool, Mm -hmm. but it started off of, hmm, I don't know. Yeah, there's always something, right? right? Right. Like, I don't know. something. That that is. I, don't know, I mean, I, I. What's been your What's been your experience with that? Like, I I've had best friends who are women that I don't know their husbands. Sure. Yeah, I mean, still do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to sleep with them. Sure. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> but they're really they're good friends. I I think they're good friends. I I could hang out with them, go have a lunch with them, and like I don't I don't want to get in your pants. Like we're just yeah, yeah. Good, <laughs> we're just good friends, <laughs> right? So yeah. It's, what would you say I, about pre-marriage? Possible. Do you think that was the same case before marriage for you? It was harder before marriage. Mm. Yeah, before marriage, you're totally thinking about getting in your pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but and it's funny, like after probably, marriage, I'm like, okay, I don't, like, funny, I don't need to, right? Yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing is that they're probably talking to you about someone that they're like, <laughs> they're going through stuff like mm, with. Right. They're like, oh, me and this guy, like, we're just having a lot of trouble and whatever and you're like yeah no like I totally understand and <laughs> you're thinking like yeah dump this dude get with me <laughs> yeah totally right. totally yeah okay so before before you were married okay so think about so we're gonna talk to a youth we kind of mentioned this last episode if you were talking to let's say 16 18 year old something kid mm-hmm. and let's say one day they did want to be married right what was what would be one piece of advice you would give them. We kind of talked about it a little bit last episode, but maybe specifically for them, that age group. Oh, there's so much. There's I know so this much. is like uh, right. He's that's that's his so alley. Let <laughs> me go first, and then you can go because yeah, you got a yeah. lot. There's a lot. <laughs> I'm, his... I'm not too far. Well, I mean, I look at it myself now. I'm officially nine years from that. <laughs> oh, officially today. That's oh, right. God. Oh, it's right. Your birthday today. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Happy birthday, oh. dude. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> but yeah, no, you, you go. Okay. There's, there's so much I can think of. So I would say, uh, the number one thing, let's try and do one thing, uh, is back to what, you know, what you said, Ben was so good was, and I heard several people say this, is stop trying to look for the right person and become the right person. Mm-hmm. So, working on yourself, trying to f- going into therapy, you know, going into being mentored, being discipled, you know, um, was I think good when you're in a really good positive church community. 
the actual stuff you need to go to therapy for is greatly reduced, yeah. right? Maybe some yeah. really extreme stuff, maybe abuse, those types of things. But I think most generalities that we go through, you would be surprised how much you can work through in a really strong community. Mm-hmm. And I don't just mean you and a bunch of your bonehead friends. Like that's not, you need people uh, like, so that's what I would say. I would say work on yourself. But by doing that, you're finding someone who's either relationship, life status, whatever that you want in your life. Even mm-hmm. if it's your parents, right? Like I want a, I want a marriage like this, or maybe it's an uncle or whatever. Um, that's who you generally want to be discipled by. That's who you want to generally walk through some of this stuff and then start to figure it out. Because I think that so often now you have a lot of men who feel super defeated, mm-hmm. right? When it comes to life, marriage, whatever. And they end up, you know, maybe staying longer than they wanted in their parents' basement, so to speak, right? Because that's kind of the the trope is that, oh, I live in my parents' basement and I play video games. Right. Um, but I, that's the number one thing I would say is figure out what you want for your life, figure out your vision for your life, dream, but then also um, like work on yourself, work through your drama, work through your stuff, mm-hmm. go to therapy, whatever. Um, so when you get to that point, because one of the things that we'll do is it's going to help filter out so much of the bad relationships. But when you're so broken, you're just going to take anything that comes at you. You're starving at that point, so to speak. So you're mm-hmm. going to take, you're going to eat candy and this, that, and the other, and it's not going to sustain you. It's not going to be healthy for you. But when you've actually worked through some of that stuff, when you have wise counsel, you're able to avoid so much hurt mm-hmm. and pain that you don't need to go through. Yeah. That's what I would say to a young person. I would say get with people that you disagree with. Mm. Get into get into debates with people that you don't agree with and see how you react. I mean, like emotional intelligence is is really, really helpful. Um so I would say, yeah, get get with people that you don't agree with and and have conversations and see if you can navigate those conversations uh well mm. without losing your shit and blowing yeah, up good. and yeah. throwing coffee and you know yeah 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 and yeah be able to have debates and arguments without losing it mm. because that's that's really helpful in a what in a marriage oh, that's that's very true um i would say travel as much as you can mm. uh because you learn a lot when you travel to different cultures so get cultured yeah yeah and see how people do it in different cultures uh like how people get along, how people interact in different cultures. And that really helps. And read. I I was terrible at this. Yeah. Uh, but now like going to Awaken and going through Pathfinders and like being forced to read books about development, read self-development books. I think that's really helpful. Yeah. And I wish I had done all of that before I got married. Uh, but yeah, I think I think all of that really helps you. Yeah. Just become a better person. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Exposed to new ideas. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I have, I have two. Okay, perfect. So I have two. <laughs> do you want the easy one first or do you want the hard one first? Let's go easy then hard. All right, good. All right. The first one I would say is get your stuff in order for sure. So make sure that like you have like your license. Make sure you have some form mm. of transportation that you can have control of. Mm and a job 
before you even start trying to pursue anything <laughs> wow. with mm-hmm. the opposite sex. Because if obviously you're like, oh yeah, that person's attractive, that person's cute, that person, I want to do X, Y, and Z. Well, all right, well, if you want to take her on a date, you, you got to make sure that you have all this stuff. How are you going to pay for things? Yeah. How are you going to take her out? Right. Like, oh yeah, we can ride the bus together mm. to the mall. We can ride the bus drive us. <laughs> you, you know, oh yeah. Like, and I'm, I'm speaking from the experience of someone that did not yeah. have that. Mm-hmm. And I was that's trying good. to. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. And knowing, knowing the knowledge that I'm saying right now was trying to make things work. And, but in the back of my mind being like, I'm not in a position mm. to really even do anything which kept me for a very long time kind of just out of dating because i i just knew up front i'm still working on this i'm still working on getting my license yeah i don't have a car at this moment and it was like yeah i have a job but i'm going back and forth so knowing that you have at least something in order to where the woman can look and be like okay yeah this person's cute that person's nice and very kind but how is this person going to treat me? Mm. How is this person going to value me? Mm. Like, and so it's like, yeah, you want to date me? Okay. Where are we going to go on a date? All this stuff. How are we, am I going to pay for yes. <laughs> all these like things? Like how right. am I being treated? How am I being valued? And I think that's not something that comes to mind. I think when you're that age, you're not really thinking. I know that when I was 16, I wasn't really thinking about that. You don't that. think about any of that. You're just like, oh, no, that person's cute. I want to. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, want to hang out? <laughs> want to go out? And, yeah. like, be very clear. Have, like, clear intentions. Like, mm-hmm. um, because it, in today's Don't play age, stupid games. It, it's so, like. Yeah. It, it's so easy to kind of just misconstrue things. So, it's just like, oh, yeah, you want to hang out? Now the, now the girl's thinking. What does hang out mean? Mm. Does this person like me? Does mm-hmm. he want to take me on a date? Does he want me to be like my girlfriend? Like my whatever, blah, blah, blah. I mixed it up. But like what now they're thinking of all these different things to the point where it's all riled up. <laughs> and I was like, I just wanted to hang out. Or yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah. And so be very clear what your intentions are. <laughs> to get your life in order. Right. Yeah. Be very clear. What's the second one? All right. Okay. You're ready for this one? All righty. <laughs> I think you're ready for this one. This kind of goes into the value thing that I just pointed out in the first point. Mm. So for, for the guys, guys, 16, teenage age. All right. Ready? Sit down. <laughs> Stop watching porn. <laughs> yep. I just want that. Yes. And I say that, again, I say that from experience because <laughs> it is it's so freaking damaging. And I, I think at this age, I don't think you're aware of that because it's, again, we live in a world that's so mm-hmm. sexualized and it's it's everywhere. Yes. You know, and I, I speak specifically because I know there's sad but true around America. There are some teens that are, you know, getting it on, you know, yeah, yeah. should they? I don't think so, but they are. So boohoo. But there are, you know, people that are are that are waiting, you know, mm-hmm. and they're abstinence and you know, waiting until marriage and stuff like that. And I'm gonna say very hard. When you when you know it's a very conscious conscious decision to like even if I'm, it's unrealistic, like mm-hmm. Japanese tentacle and- <laughs> 
a German dungeon. But like, oh it, well, it's, it's one of those Midget. things where like, I, I know when you're a teenager and you're going through, your body's going through changes and puberty and all that stuff and you, you, things become attractive and all that stuff. When you're trying to, I'm not trying to have sex and, until marriage, that is a very, one, it's a very noble thing. And it's something I encourage. That's like, that's what I did. But it, I know it can be very tough to where it's like, well, I got to get something mm-hmm. <laughs> out. Like, I'm yeah. going to go yeah. crazy. But I'm telling you that, like, because it, it, it's, it's a rabbit hole. It, it can just go to the point where you start thinking of, like, women as just sexual objects. Yeah. yeah. And that's all yeah. you start thinking. Or right. you start imagining scenarios of, like, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. And all these things. And it's like, they're not real. This mm. is not realistic. And it it can do some serious damage and have serious repercussions later that you're gonna have to like learn to undo. Yeah. There's yeah, like yeah. all these like mm-hmm. I know that there's all these scientific stuff about like the dopamine and like the more you do it's yep, yep. now your brain's like, mm-hmm. all right, now you gotta just keep going. And but I'm I'm I know in this culture in this time, it's gonna sound like what? Where no, I'm telling you, save yourself the trouble right now. And if you're not doing it right now, Keep not doing it. You're you're doing great. Hundred <laughs> percent. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's it's a road that is pretty destructive and can have serious repercussions along the way. Yeah. And so. Okay. So mm-hmm. save yourself. Hundred percent. Uh, yeah. Morning <laughs> masturbation will destroy you. Mm. Okay. So what do you think? So the question was, what do wives really want? What I would say, yeah. What do you think? Whether they're you can say women, wives, whatever. But in a marriage, what do you think women really want from a man? Like, what do you think is really going on? Um, like, because we talked about certain things, like, well, we want us to listen, but we get all that. But like, just from like a, maybe a, uh, an innate or, you know, something in their soul, so to speak. What do you think women really want in a marriage? I think they want to feel, one, they want to feel secure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they, they want to feel taken care of. Mm-hmm. They want to feel like, oh, can this person, again, like what like a husband's role is, what a father's role is to protect and provide. And so that's those are like the two things. I feel like, oh, is this person going to protect me? So if mm-hmm. I'm in a situation where I feel like I'm in danger, whether that's physical, financial, is this person going to be like, no, I got this. Yeah, yeah. Or like, as well as like, is this person going to, be able to provide do i have to stress and worry about what's gonna come in or do i have a person that's very secure like don't worry i got a plan i got mm. this in order i got this in order and i'm i'm gonna be honest that's something i'm still working and developing in me so i don't have that fully sure. figured out to an extent but that's something that i know i know that's what my wife looks towards in me as well as spiritually mm. like leading the thing like so like especially in christian households looking for someone that's going to spiritually lead marriage lead your household lead your family so when because again we talked about it in the other episode where obviously we know women can be emotional at times and um bend about certain things be stressed about certain things someone that can really come in and be like okay yeah what is it that we Mm-hmm. Are, are, what, what is it that we're really facing? Is this something totally, that we can totally. kind of brush off a little bit? Like, I'm listening to you for sure, 
but is it something that we really stress about or is it, no, if this is something real, okay, well, let's, let's handle it, mm. you know? And that's something, again, and that's something I'm continually working on in myself because sure. I know I'm not fully mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. the person I want to be in that yet. But I'm, those are, I think, just some of the few things and I know that deep down, I think, they, they all, most women really want, even if the, even the hardest left mm, <laughs> independent sure, woman sure, sure, sure. that mm-hmm. will say, oh, those are so stereotypical. Those are so superficial. I feel like deep down, they also want that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I would like even in the, in the current woke, you know, gender, you know. Whatever. Confusion. Con- yeah. 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 Like you can, you can be against all of the traditional gender roles, but if you take all of it away, if you take your security away, if you take your the the people that you depend on away, like if if it was a post-apocalyptic world, you would naturally gravitate toward the traditional gender roles, like yeah. you would. Yeah. Right. Like if it was all or nothing, and you're left to defend for yourself, you would naturally gravitate to your. Well, you just look at old, yeah. not old, but yeah, like old cultures, old mm-hmm. like Indian or, you know, Aber- whatever around the world. Right. I don't think anybody told them, hey, you know, especially ones that have never talked to anybody, right? They just naturally fell into that role. Right. Right. So it's kind of, well, yeah. I mean, there are cultures where the women are out there being the warriors and sure. fighting and the men are staying home, taking care of the, the kids and the family. And that, whatever it is, you're going to what culture go is that? to well, some, I don't know, some African culture, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but like you're going to go to some form of a gender role. Like you're, there's yeah. going to be roles. So sure. stop pretending like there isn't. Yeah. Um, and just just accept it, talk about it and say, okay, this is what we're going to do together. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I don't even remember what the question was now. <laughs> what do women slash wives really want out of a marriage? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with, with uh, Anthony. I'd say safety. Yeah, that's where I was going with. Yeah, safety, yeah. protection, uh, provision. Like, um, they don't expect you to, to bring home everything and like they just sit down and do nothing. But like they... They want men that are responsible. They want men that can go out and you know bring food home or build something out of their hands. Yeah, there's, there's right? some so, weight. Yeah, that they're just not meant to carry, just emotionally and I think just physically. That nah, doesn't mean they can't do it. Sure. It doesn't mean that they mm-hmm. can't provide for themselves. Doesn't mean that they can't protect themselves. Not saying that oh, yeah. at all, right? Yeah. But there are just some things that, if they're carrying it at all, they're gonna feel all of that weight, mm-hmm. they, and they're gonna feel that in a in a very crushing way, and mm-hmm. to the point where it it might break them a little bit. Yeah, and, and vulnerability yeah. in a man is not a bad thing. I, I like, yeah, I, growing up in the eighties and nineties, it it felt like you know, that was less of a man to yeah. be vulnerable. Uh, but I'm learning now that uh, women actually respect that, mm. that you are able to express your emotions in a healthy way. Um, and you want to improve, like you want to be a better person. And I think that's, that's cool. 
yeah. to be vulnerable about it and say, hey, I'm struggling with this. I'm working on it. I need your help. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. That on a yeah. BBC, like I said. What, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do women really want? I think, uh, I think you need to ask, right? And that's, it's being heard mm-hmm. in a situation. You know, we kind of talked about this a little bit last episode, but I think as there's a, there's a natural, all of us want to be heard to a certain extent. And women, mm. when they don't feel valued and or heard, right. there's an issue. It doesn't matter where it is. Mm-hmm. Relationship. So I think out of one of the things, in addition to everything that's already been said, but is they want to be heard. They want to be valued. And I think there is something innate in women that they're, they are valuable. They're precious. And when you kind of uh, speak to that, when you, when you, you know, build something around that in a healthy way, I think they flourish. At least I've known that specifically with my wife and I've seen that in other relationships. I, you can tell when a woman feels valued, mm-hmm. you know, when they're taken on dates, when they're whatever, when they're given gifts, blah, blah, blah. There's a difference in how they respond to things. Because I can always tell when my wife is not feeling valued and or heard because she gets grumpy, right? She gets, mm-hmm. she gets, there's something out of, out of wax. So then I have to obviously dissect and figure out what, what is going on there. So it's good. All right. Next question. You've one trait. What trait do you think men should develop? Just one. In a marriage context and life context, doesn't matter. What is one trait? I'll go first. So it's easier for me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Abe talked about this last episode, but I think the number one trait is being able to communicate in marriage specifically. Um, yeah. That is, because I think it goes to speak to his emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. being able to communicate, not only obviously with your spouse, but just in general, being able to communicate your expectations, being able to communicate, period, in in a written form, right. in speaking form, in a te- text, whatever. And that's one thing I've noticed as I've gotten older, not only in my marriage, but in every aspect of my life, you think you communicate clearly and you do not. Or, you know, for for, for whatever reason, that situation falls apart. And I think that so often in, in, in us as people, especially men, we get hurt, we get damaged, we don't feel heard, and we close off and we stop communicating. We, or we don't know how to communicate. For example, I can't, we're going to blow up men TikTok, men's TikTok. I'll just tell you that much right now. Like just in general, menovation is going to because there's so much garbage out there. But, and this is not just like garbage, but it's just it's a very interesting thing. Uh, one of the things I keep saying is men don't tell women about their emotions because women can't handle their emotions. Right? They, women can't handle men's emotions yes. or their own emotions? No, they can't handle men's emotions. Okay. Like when a man's really open and honest about what he's feeling women can't handle that and or they make it about themselves. Hmm. So I'm like, okay, I get that. I get that in an an, an unhealthy relationship, yes. But in a healthy relationship, I don't have that issue at all. I can communicate whatever I need to to my wife and everything is good. Comma or caveat or parentheses, Mm -hmm. how am I communicating it? Because if I just explode, who's going to take that well, right? That's not going to happen well. So I think that there's always there's always context to a situation. There's always a gray area, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that 
you have to dive into. So, and I think being communication, whether it's your feelings, talking about something, relaying a vision, whatever, talking to your kids, talking to your friends, that communication piece is something that I would, you know, read, read self-development, find mm-hmm. a mentor, whatever. Um, stop looking at porn because you'd be surprised how much that damages even that, uh, your emotional communication. But that communication piece is so, so, so vastly important. Mm-hmm. Communicating in a wise way, in a non-combative way, mm-hmm. uh, in a healthy way of what's going on in you. That's the one trait I would think that men specifically really need to develop. The most important one, I think. <laughs> That's yeah. why I went first. Wow, yeah. John. <laughs> I, would, I would say taking personal responsibility as Ooh, well. That's right. a good one, too. Uh, like like, Jordan Peterson's in this room or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say like men need to, women do as well, but I think men more so need to take personal responsibility and and own up to to who they are and where they're going mm. and kind of have a plan for where they're going. And you can't, you just can't keep blaming everyone and everything in your life for the mess that you're in. You've got to own up to it and say, okay, look, this is where I am. This is where I want to be. Mm. Uh, I either have a plan or I don't have a plan and I need your help. Yeah. And, and I think that's, a valuable trait in people is to to be able to, and that goes along with communication as well, is be able to communicate that and say, hey, look, I'm not everything that I want to be, like he said earlier, yeah, yeah. but here's my plan. Here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm working on. And I'm good with these things. I can figure this out on my own, but this I need your help on. Mm. And so I think that that taking personal responsibility for who you are and where you're going is important. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we, we took the two big ones. I'm sorry. <laughs> two big ones. Because we always talk about, we always talk about communication. Yeah. We always talk about personal responsibility, so. Uh, I mean, I feel like it's going to pay you back of just both of yours. I feel like just a sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like. It's good. Um, yeah. Not being complacent. Yeah. That's some, again, that's something I'm oh, continually yeah. working yeah, yeah, yeah. on and, and trying not to fall into that pattern. It's that's easy. good, though, because for young people, they're, like, there really isn't a sense of urgency about getting better at who and they it's are. It's just like, yeah. well, this is yeah. how I, a lot of times, right. like, oh. to this side, it's like, You're gonna this say is it. who I am. Oh. This is what, crazy. This <laughs> is what I do. Right. I can't really change that. This is me. This is a part of who I am. You either like it or you you hate mm-hmm. it. I wear my flaws on my sleeve. Uh, yeah. just as, <laughs> I'm just learning how to cope. I'm just learning how to deal with it. And it's like, well, no, that's not who you are. Yeah. That's, you are, can be better if sure. you choose to be, which again, it goes into yeah. taking accountability for the things that you know are not in a row in your life. And yeah, learning how to be uncomfortable because I think when, I think people have the, the earlier when we were talking about it, about like what the views on relationships and marriage, some people have like the, the Disney kind of mm. view of like, oh, we met each other, we fell in love, things are great, and we got married, and it's happily ever after. Yeah. And we don't go through anything else after that. And so it's almost like, well, we did all this fighting, and we did all this like hard work to get a relationship 
to get to the altar, to mm-hmm. get married, and now we are good. We can just chill and take a break. I can sit on the couch and watch some TV. And no, we like just kind of started in a way yeah. of what it is. And so I feel like when, and again, I'm still working on it, learning how to be uncomfortable in a great way towards if you're going in the marriage looking for comfort, yeah, I, no. That's yeah. <laughs> no. Um, no, 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 no. You, you might want to turn back now yeah, yeah, yeah. and and get some stuff in in order and and seek some people for wise counsel because you're you're not heading that way. But um, yeah, what is your plan? What what is it that you're going to do? What it, mm-hmm. what is it that you see for yourself? And what were the visions that you have for yourself, for your wife, for your kids? Where do you want to go? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's okay if it's not always clear, sure. but like, okay, these are the things I'm working to to get to it. And maybe yep. you have a plan, but you don't know how to get from A to Z. That's also fine. But what are some ways we can strategize to get there, to right. keep it moving? And and not just be like, well, whatever happens, happens. Que sera, sera. What will be, will be. Like, no, because mm-hmm. <laughs> then you just find out. Then you go like twenty years and be like, "Oh, we could have really done this." Yeah, you know, I had a dream about doing this. You know, that could have actually been possible had I decided to do that. Sure. Had I shared this with you? Yeah, yeah. Had we actually put things in place to do that? Now we're just like, "Oh, that could have happened," and then you're living with like regret and stuff, and that's yeah. not always. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> Well, it's just amazing to me. Were you going to say something? No. Okay. <laughs> Some if you're smart ass ready thing to... like normal. <laughs> <laughs> What's always amazing to me, the more we do this show, um, the more we talk about these things, how it's all interconnected, whether it's just you're just a guy, whether you're single, trying to pursue a career, married, whatever. There are so many pieces that link or are repetitive in these different areas of life when it comes to marriage, like we talk about personal responsibility, communication, mm-hmm. a sense of urgency. That is something that I know for me in my life, I didn't have enough of, right? And that's, and I don't know if it, I would say that things like video games destroy a sense of urgency, but there's just certain things in life. And I think maybe it's just a young, immature thing, but you don't have enough sense of urgency. Right, like you don't, you're not really on this planet very long. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that numb the senses. Yeah, exactly. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, so mm-hmm. um, especially as a young kid, you're like, oh, YOLO, blah 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 blah, yada yada yada, and then you stop and you look around and you're in your 30s, and you're like, what, what did I do? What, what did I do? Like, and not say so you got to get married, right? But what are you doing? What are you working towards? Um, so that's, I think that's really good. Okay, so last thought of the show. What, if you're talking to other married men from your, from your perspective or something you've walked through on your own, um, what is one piece of advice? What is, uh, give me something inspirational. What would you tell somebody? What would you tell a guy? Maybe that is struggling, that is, doesn't know what to do, that is always fighting with his wife. Maybe it's on the verge of divorce or it's just, really overwhelmed or just got married and be like, oh my gosh, like I can't do this. Like for you, what would be one thing you would say to someone in that scenario? 
the big question. It's not bad to ask for help. Ask for help. Like yeah. you're not alone. People have gone yeah. through this before. It's good. Just say something. Talk to people. Come within a community that can help you. You don't have to fight it on your own. You don't have to try to figure it out on your own. There are people that'll that'll help you. Yeah. Just just be willing to ask for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Look at yeah. that. Short and sweet. Yeah. Say, what, you, what you got, Coco Bear? <laughs> I was just gonna say, if you learn how to communicate properly, um, you learn to take personal accountability for the things that you know that you need to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, if you set up good, attainable goals on how to get better and how to see improvement in, in your situation, and you, you seek help from people, although it could be hard to seek help, um, it will get better. You will get yeah. better. And I feel yeah. like even now, there's things that I look, it's so easy sometimes to look at where you are and be like, this is a nightmare. There's so much stuff going on. Nothing's good. But I always do a good job of looking, well, where were we a couple of years ago? Mm-hmm. What was our situation then? Mm-hmm. Perspective. It actually wasn't that <laughs> like great. Look at where we are now. Mm-hmm. Look at what we've been able to do. Look at how much better we are <laughs> at talking about our problems, mm-hmm. communicating with each other, really allowing ourselves to say what is going on and how we can fix it. We used to not be able to have those conversations two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without it being so chaotic. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at where we were financially. I didn't have anything <laughs> together. Yeah. Look at where we live, all these things. And right. I, some of those things can be material, but to always look back and be like, where were we then? What were we fighting about then? Now look at us. We laugh at those moments. Eventually, we're going to be at a better place to where we're going to be able to laugh about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, oh, yeah, remember when we got into a crazy fight over what was it again? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yep. You know, right. Eventually, like, if you put the work in and you just keep fighting, you just don't give up. Really do everything that you can. It, I believe it, it, yeah. it will get better. No, yeah. I, that's what I will say. Um, if you take everything that, if you look back at, so the last couple episodes we're talking about these things, and if you look back at the journey of, of innovation and all the things that we've talked about, and I would say the core to whether it's being a man, whether it's being in a relationship, whatever, any sort of context is you have to try. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the same thing, whether you're, you know, we mentioned it, but living in your parents' basement. It's the same thing whether you're in school. It's the same thing whether your parents are asking you to take out the trash. It's the same thing whether you're in a marriage that's good, bad, or indifferent. Same thing with your kids. Same thing with your job. Doesn't It doesn't matter. It's the same thing with your faith. It does not matter. If you do not try, mm-hmm. nothing will ever change. Yep. And with that is understanding is it may not turn out like you think it will. You know, and obviously our perspective is outside of very extreme circumstances, nobody should get divorced. You know, all mm-hmm. these things. But, and I'm not saying this, so everything will be rose colored to glasses and be perfect and this won't happen and you won't experience pain and you won't get hurt and you won't 
you know, sit on the side of your bed at the end of the day, this has happened to me with your kids and you just break down and cry because it's just so overwhelmingly mm -hmm. and exhausting. But I know, and I have been through it, I have seen it. And this is the thing I would say to every single man who's listening to this show is whatever circumstance you find yourself in, just try. Mm -hmm. Put forth some effort. And, would, and this is encompassing everything that we've been talking about for the last 45 minutes is just give a damn. Give a damn enough to try. Whether it's right. for yourself, whether it's for your spouse, whether it's a faith in kids, whatever. Job, just try. Because when you start to put um, forward a small amount of effort, even just a small amount of effort, things will change. I have never once in my life not put a, even just a small amount of effort towards something that something has not shifted, even mm -hmm. just a little bit. And then when I have perspective, I'm like, huh, something, something changed because I put forth a little effort. And then, you know, and then as I've gotten older, this is something I've always struggled with, procrastination, whatever. And I've not always put forth a great amount of effort. I think about this when I'm in college, like I could have been such a better photographer and I could have learned mm. way more in school but I did not put forth a great amount of effort. Put it for a little bit, enough to graduate, but not enough to be great. And it's amazing because of our own insecurities, because of our own pain, because of everything that we've walked through, the world, whatever you want to call it, the enemy, life, somebody in your family, a parent has convinced you that it's not even worth trying. Mm -hmm. And that is the biggest lie slash thing I would tell any person and I don't care. I don't care if you're on the verge of divorce. I don't care if your kids hate you. Mm -hmm. Try and don't stop. Because I swear to God, if you lay there at the end of your life, we just heard a story. Someone just told us a story of a guy who was getting on the verge of retiring and then had an accident and passed away and died. Mm -hmm. If you get into a situation like that or whatever, and you're laying there and you think, if I just tried, what could my life been like? And... That is the thing I, we can end on this, but that, that's what I would say is whatever situation you find yourself in, just put forth a little bit of effort every day and then do a little more and then do a little more. Have a sense of urgency, communicate, take responsibility, like all the things that are being said right now. And just watch what happens. Mm -hmm. That's something I will put a guarantee on because if you do that, you'll be surprised. Take a chance on yourself. Take a chance on your situation. It may be perfect. May, hell, you still may get divorced. Your kids still may hate you, whatever, I don't know. But at least you can say you tried. And, and be honest with yourself. Right. Don't just be like, oh, I tried. Bleh. No, you know. You know. When you're sitting there taking a shit at the end of the day or you're laying in bed looking at the thing, you know whether you've tried or not. Mm -hmm. Right? So that's what I will say. So we'll end this on. A little, little inspirational piece. Just try and watch what happens. Try and date your wife if something, and watch if something doesn't change. Try and spend more time with your kids and watch if something doesn't change. Try more in every single area and watch if something doesn't change. All right. Yeah, that's true. Episode 44, Menovation. I'm off my high horse. You know what to do. <laughs> Go to all the places. Leave the reviews. And I will say this. Share Menovation with people you know. You know a guy who needs to be uplifted. Share right. one of the episodes with them. You know a community or whatever. Someone that needs to hear the, the, the values, the things that are being spread. That's how we change the man community in this world. is one step at a time with shows like Menovation, with a community like Menovation. So spread the word. Get out there. Keep an eye out for merch. It's coming. 
It's coming. Peace.